everyone, Diane here, a senior therapeutic weight loss specialist with InStrive and your host of the InStrive Fat Loss Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today for another episode. It's rainy here. I hope wherever you guys are, the weather's a little better than what we've got going on. Uh, today, we are going to be talking about something that I think is pretty important, and that is mastering the long-term success. It's it's going to be really the five reasons, the biggest five reasons why we tend to regain the weight that we lose. There's psychological reasons. There's physiological reasons. We're going to get into that and how we can work on changing some things so that you can get long-term success and not continue to have that bounce back. Before we get into that though, I want to remind you who Winstrive is. We are a natural homeopathic weight loss solution. We help thousands of people all over the country. You can meet with us over Zoom or um, over the phone, even if you don't have access to Zoom for a consultation. Our consultations are free. You're never under any obligation to join the plan, but it really is amazing the results that we get within Strive. People are losing so much weight where things just failed them before. And really the difference with us guys is the body chemistry. We're not just focusing on what you're eating and what you're putting in your mouth. We're focusing on why your body is resisting losing weight. All of those reasons that your body is fighting you on the weight loss process and strive gets to the heart of that and helps to correct it. So weight loss becomes so much easier. If you are interested, learn more on our website in strive.com or in strivefatloss.com. Go to our Instagram, go to our TikTok, go to our Facebook there's tons of information about the program out there. And I, the most exciting part of this, guys, the best part of this is right now through the month of August, uh, this is not going to come out till next week, but currently we're on the 10th. So um, next week, you're only going to have a couple of weeks left to take advantage of this. But through the month of August, we are running a promotion where we're going to send you a little scratch off ticket during your consultation. So when you're meeting with me or meeting with one of the other team members we have here, um, we will email you or text you a link to go in and do a little lottery ticket thing. And it's going to give you up to 50% off your program. So you can earn up to 50% off your program uh, within the month of August. That has never, ever been done here before. So, you know, you might be the big winner. Definitely. If you've been thinking about InStrive, thinking about checking us out, now's the time, guys. Now's the time. You could get some amazing discounts on the program with that promotion that we're running again through the month of August. Full details are going to be on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, you name it, any social media platform. Okay. So let's jump in. Let's talk a little bit about that regain, why it's happening, how we stop it. I know a lot of you can relate to it and I want to explore the science behind why this happens and share some strategies with you to overcome this challenge and achieve that long-term success you're looking for on your health journey. So let's kick things off by exploring why weight regain can be such a common occurrence. You worked really hard to shed the pounds, but somehow they seem to just keep creeping back up over time. And you might think, oh, it's just a lack of willpower on my part. I can't stick to things. I slip back into old habits. I'm just not good at, um, you know, keeping myself accountable. But there could be a little bit more to the story than that, guys. Maybe you should give yourselves a little break there because it's not always just that you have a, a stinky willpower and that's why this is happening to you. There really are reasons why this is a cycle. So we're going to look at the top five reasons that people tend to regain weight after losing it. And we're going to do our best to give you some great tips 
to finally break that cycle. The first reason is the metabolic changes. When you lose weight, when anyone loses weight, our body's metabolism will slow down. That's one of the reasons I tell people calorie reductive diets are not always the answer. And I know that some of you out there are probably thinking, well, I did Weight Watchers and I did okay with that. And, you know, I did, I don't know, Noom and I did okay with that. And listen, I'm not saying they're impossible to lose weight on. I'm saying they're not the easiest way to lose weight and they're not the most lasting way to lose weight. And for most of us, let's be real, once we are beyond our 20s or 30s, calorie counting doesn't work so good anymore, right? I, I don't know how many of you out there can relate to this. I'm in my 40s now. And I know that the things I did to lose weight when I was 25 are not the things that will allow my body to shed weight today. The biggest reason for that is your metabolism slows as you age. Your metabolism also slows as you cut back on calories. So my body's not dumb, right? I mean, think about if I was starving, my body is going to reduce the burn. It's going to try to keep me alive. Well, when you're dieting, you're cutting back the normal amount of calories that you're consuming and your body doesn't know why you're doing that. It doesn't know that it's intentional. So it's going to have the same effect. It's going to reduce back the metabolism. It's going to slow it way down. It's a survival mechanism. It allowed us to evolve and conserve energy during periods of famine. But as a result of that, the same amount of calories that you used to maintain your weight before weight loss will now lead to weight gain. So even if you're just going back to how you ate before, maybe it wasn't even that bad how you ate before, because you lost weight in a manner that slowed your metabolism instead of sustaining or strengthening it, your body's going to fight to return to its previous weight. Literally, that's what it is. It's trying to protect you from a perceived period of starvation. So those metabolic changes in the body will automatically, automatically start trying to push your weight back up where it was before if you are losing it in the wrong manner. The number two reason, hormonal factors. Your hormones play a very significant role in weight regulation. So after weight loss, the hormones that are related to hunger and appetite can become imbalanced. And, and that's going to lead to some increased cravings and sometimes some overeating as well. Ghrelin specifically, your hunger hormone increases after weight loss. So you end up feeling hungrier than you did before. Remember, your body is trying to get you back up to that set point, its previous weight, because that's where it thinks you're supposed to be. And if you're losing weight in a manner that is not sustainable, these things are going to occur. Ghrelin's going to increase. You're going to feel hungrier. You're going to have higher cravings. Some of that insulin resistance is going to creep back in. Some leptin resistance is definitely going to creep back in. You know, part of that where it says that you can overeat a lot of that has to do with your leptin hormone. Leptin is your fat burning hormone, but one of its functions in your body, guys, is to tell your uh, brain that you've had enough to eat and you're full. So a lot of us out there can probably relate to this. I know I can. I don't really often feel extremely full. Not that not that I don't get full. I'm not saying, you know, I, I never feel comfortably full or like I, I don't feel like I need to eat all the time, but that feeling of, nope, I've had enough to eat. I don't need to eat anymore. That feeling 
often will only come for me if I've really overdone it. If I've just eaten to the point where I am uncomfortable, then I will feel full. But that's really not how it's supposed to work. It's supposed to be that you feel full after you've eaten a, a suitable amount of food. Leptin should be signaling the brain you've had enough to eat and making you feel like you no longer want to be eating. But a, a fluctuation or a imbalance in that hormone, especially in conjunction with insulin and ghrelin, can cause you to not have that signal. Another thing that can cause you to not have that signal, which for me is the is the trigger, because I do try to, to practice what I preach here, guys. I don't want you to think I'm telling you all this stuff and I'm, you know, eating terribly. I mean, certainly I'm a human just like you, and I've got my uh, strengths with my diet and my weaknesses with my diet, and I struggle just like anyone else. And uh, back in the episode where I talked about getting real, I told you my own personal story about weight loss, but just to remind those of you who don't know or haven't listened, um, you know, yes, I am a nutritional counselor. Yes, I am a certified therapeutic weight loss specialist, but yes, I have had weight problems in my life. I had to lose 70 pounds after I had my third son. I did it. It was hard. It took a year and a half, but I did it. And I sustained my weight loss for a very long time. Uh, and then I started gaining again during COVID. COVID was rough, man. COVID was rough for everybody, but I, I gained 30 more pounds. You know, after losing all that weight and keeping it off for years, COVID really did a number on me. And I had to go back to my principles. The same things I teach you guys are what I followed. So leptin for me isn't coming so much from a poor diet, at least not all the time, you know, 70, 30, right? There's balance there. Uh, but I would say for me, it's more that I eat too quickly, eating slowly and mindfully eating, you know, so that you're chewing each bite, you're swallowing, you're putting your fork down, you're taking a sip of water, you're not rushing through your meals, allows your body and brain to catch up to each other. So it's not an instantaneous process. You don't like eat in 10 minutes and your brain goes, okay, cool. We're full. It's about 20 minutes, really 20 minutes after you've eaten that your brain and your body will, you know, signify to each other that there is fullness there and you don't need to eat anymore. I tend to be a very fast eater. So that shoots me in the foot. I eat too quickly and then I don't feel full like I should with that leptin signaling to the brain that I've had enough. So if you're noticing that, if you know, you're eating clean, and you know that you are, um, you know, not really a junk food person or eating things that are, you know, going to have a negative impact on your weight, but you're still feeling like you're not getting that fullness signal or things like that. Try to pay attention to how much you are eating your food quickly, how often you're eating your food quickly. Are you rushing through it or are you taking your time? So th those are things that are really important to keep an eye on. All right. So hormonal factors, uh, when you're, again, when you're, when your ghrelin, your hunger hormone increases and your leptin is, you know, doing its thing and your insulin, potentially, if you're eating a lot of sugar starts to spike up higher, it can make it very, very challenging to resist temptation. You'll get cravings. You'll start wanting sweets. You'll start noticing your salty carby cravings creeping back in. And, you know, if you're not controlling temptation and you're not controlling your food intake, we all know where that's going, right? You know where you're headed. Uh, number three, psychological triggers. So the psychological triggers, emotions play a big part in weight. Most of us probably have at least some uh, realization around that. If you even, 
you know, just have it from the standpoint of when your weight is up, you talk negatively to yourself in your head, or you say ugly things about yourself, maybe even out loud to others. And you, oh, I look terrible in this. Oh my gosh. I, I look so fat. I look horrible. I look like a cow, you know, things you'd never say to anybody else, but you'll say them to yourself, terrible things. That's a psychological tie. So that same psychological tie occurs when we're losing weight. It occurs when we're regaining weight. And, you know, sometimes we feel so great about ourselves when we're losing weight that when the weight does start creeping back up, it can have a really, really big impact on our, our emotions and on our, um, you know, our happiness, truthfully. But the, the number one thing you're going to see with this psychological trigger is that you can have stress, you can have anxiety. A lot of that can sometimes come around worrying that you're going to regain the weight. Once you get down there, you've got that sense of accomplishment, you've lost the weight, but then you start kind of relaxing and you feel like I got this, look what I did. I'm awesome. And you are, but don't let that slippery slope become, look what I did. I got this. Now I can eat anything I want because that emotional eating will be a return to old habits. Emotional eating is a coping mechanism. So when you're being faced, uh, I'm sorry, when you're facing stress or negative emotions or feeling crappy, or you had a long day, or you're super tired, or your kids are driving you crazy, or you're, you know, just really need a release, an outlet. If you used food for that before, it's very likely you're going to turn to food for comfort again. And that's going to derail your progress. So we'll get into some things about how we can kind of do other things to keep that psychological piece on track there. But that's why it happens. It is truly a psychological, excuse me, trigger for your body. A lot of times it's self-sabotage. And like I said, the biggest one is that you get anxious, you get nervous. I know I do. Like when I lost that 30 pounds through COVID, after COVID, I mean, I was so hyper crazy scared of gaining it back and adding food back into my diet because I was afraid. And I thought I gained so easily last time. What if that happens to me again? What am I going to do? What, what is the answer to that? You know, can I truly eat clean all the time? Do I really need to have those habits I had before that in the moment felt so comforting or made me feel like I was doing something nice for myself? I, I think that's a big part of it. I know for me, I work a lot and I have a lot of outside of work things that I'm responsible for as well. I'm, I'm really busy. I have three sons. I, I have uh, a musical, um, you know, project that I'm involved in on pretty much every weekend. And these things are wonderful and they're outlets. And I love being with my children and I love doing music, but it's also very stressful to never have downtime. So when I get home from work, one of the things that was a problem for me through COVID, when I gained that weight, I wasn't really overeating too much. And, and see, now I feel like I'm I'm doing that thing where we're kind of like downplaying what we do. I, I mean, that's not true. I, I did eat things I shouldn't, and I ate too much of them. And I, I'm saying that to you guys, because I want you to understand that even someone who does this for a living and knows, I mean, to the letter knows what food does when it metabolizes in the body and how it's going to impact me, I still find myself falling into that rut at times. My biggest one though, was I was feeling very stressed and my go-to relaxation was to have a glass of wine when I got home while I was cooking dinner and getting everything ready and just have a glass of wine, put on some music or a podcast 
you know, snack a little bit. And that felt like comfort to me. That felt like this is the answer to doing something nice for myself when I have no time to do anything nice for myself. And I'm always doing for everybody else, be it at work or home, family, kids, whatever. This is me time. And when you lock that in, when your your emotions tie into something that is detrimental through your, to your weight or your health, it can become a really hard tie to break. That was the hard tie for me to break. That's the pattern that I have to be most mindful of not to fall back into. So I would challenge you guys to think about your own patterns and what patterns are the easiest ones for you to fall into and what are the hardest ones for you to break. That's a really good place to start when we're talking about reversing and untying a knot on these psychological triggers. All right, next reason, number four, unrealistic expectations. Lots of people approach weight loss with very unrealistic expectations of how quickly they're going to shed the excess pounds. Crash diets exist for this very reason. Extreme restrictions, you know, cutting out entire food groups. So drink nothing but lemon water for three days and then you eat this and that. Come on. Come on, guys. You know, as well as I know, that those diets are going to initially give you a very rapid weight loss because you are start basically starving your body or doing something that is tricking your body into a major drop, whether that be water, which it is a lot of water, a lot of waste, fiber, muscle, fat, you're going to shed quick. It's going to slow down quick too, though. Don't kid yourself. That's not going to keep going. Your body's not going to keep dropping a ton of weight like that. It's not made to do that. Understand that. Yes, we gain weight easier than we lose it. Why do you think that is though? If you really think about it, why do you think that happens? It's not because, you know, life is playing some cruel trick on us. I know it feels that way. It's because weight being on your body is something that if it's not majorly in excess is actually a positive for survival, right? Our bodies want us to survive and what we are metabolically designed to eat and the environment that was the, our ancestors environment was one that there were times there wasn't a lot of food. There was times that you would go without meals or you would go without, without food for days. And so our bodies are designed to store fat very efficiently, but to shed fat a little bit grudgingly. If you know what I'm saying, your body is happy to hold on to it because it knows that having that there will keep you alive longer should anything major happen, but it's not so willing to shed it, especially not by the uh, means that most of us go turn to when we're trying to lose weight. The, the typical diet is not one that effectively helps the body to healthy, to, excuse me, to healthily shed excess fat. So with that in mind, when you think to yourself, I want to lose 20 pounds in two weeks. We, we all know, or we should know that is not a realistic expectation. Those crash diets and extreme restrictions are going to eventually lead to a very big rebound effect. Those quick fixes don't last. And it's really important to set up a long-term lifestyle change, something sustainable, something achievable, those long-term goals Focus on making those gradual, sustainable changes that are going to not just get you to the finish line, but keep you there. I always say to clients when we're talking about what they can expect on the InStrive plan as far as loss, 
If you're a woman, you can expect to lose about eight to 15 pounds in a month. If you're a man, you can expect to lose about 15 to 25 pounds in a month. Now that is with complete consistency. That is with following guidelines, eating like we're telling you to eat, not cheating, not skipping meals, not drinking alcohol, not drinking soda. That is following the plan as it's written. Diving head in, sticking to it. That's the expectation. Now, with that being said, everyone's body loses differently. And that's why I want you guys to try really hard not to set the bar so high that you can't attain it. That's going to demotivate you. That's going to derail you. That's going to lead you right back into the same old yo-yo of gain, lose, gain, lose that you've been stuck in. Set realistic expectations. Understand that your body is not meant to drop 20 pounds in two weeks. We're just not made that way. And if a diet promises you that that's what it's going to do, you need to question how sustainable is that loss going to be? Because I'll tell you, it might sound tempting. You might go, you know what? I don't even care if I don't keep it off. I want to lose that 20 pounds. And then, you know, we'll go from there. We'll see what happens. Please understand that the rebound is dangerous. Losing and gaining the same weight over and over again is terrible for you. Absolutely terrible for you. I'm going to explain why. Number one, when you're dropping, we talked about what you're dropping. You're dropping fat, but you're also dropping muscle, water, fiber, waste. You lose muscle on a diet right along with fat if you are doing a restrictive fad type, low calorie um, you know, diet and you're not making allowances there to make sure that muscle loss is minimalized. And Strive's gonna do that. I'm gonna teach you how we can make sure you're not losing muscle, but let's get back to the point of this. So when you're dropping and you're dropping those things, when you lose muscle, your metabolism slows even further. So not only are we already dealing with a sluggish metabolism, we know that because you've got excess weight you're trying to burn off and it's not happening. You're struggling, you've tried a lot of diets, it's not working. So metabolism isn't up to par, it's slow. Now you're going on a diet that's making it even slower. You are losing muscle, which slows down your metabolism. And then you hit that 20 pound mark and it stops moving and you're not losing anything else and you get sick doing it, and you start eating what you wanna eat, and your scale goes up 30 pounds in no time. Why does that happen? Because you did not change your metabolism. You tricked your body into losing weight. And I'm not even gonna use the word fat there, weight, a collective of all of those things we mentioned. And when you go back to eating the way you ate before, your body is going to store fat like crazy. Now, when you lost, you lost muscle right along with fat. When you're regaining, guess what you're not regaining? That good muscle tissue. So every single time that you diet, it's going to be harder and harder and harder. That's why you need a lifestyle change. If you can't keep doing whatever it is that you're doing to get the weight off in the long run, don't do it because it's not going to work. Diets don't work. You've heard me say it before. You'll hear me say it again. Don't go on a diet. Change your lifestyle. Change those core foods. Change the backbone of your diet. Follow the 70-30 if you're maintaining. Follow more of an 80 or 20 or 90-10 if you're trying to lose. Be mindful. Be careful. Be dedicated. But don't try to do it in a way that you're relying on willpower to keep you on some kind of diet that is not a good fit for your body and is going to be so hard, so hard to keep doing 
and not even going to pay off in the long run. Okay. So unrealistic expectations, get them out of there. Understand your body is going to lose at the rate it's supposed to lose. Don't focus on the number on the scale. Focus on the consistency in your diet. The number will come. Your focus should not be on that number. Your focus should be on mindful eating, doing better with physical activity if you're able to, keeping yourself accountable, figuring out what type of coaching methods from your friends, your family, your InStrive team, whoever you're working with are going to help you most. Journaling. There's all kinds of things we can do to, to make this last. But those unrealistic expectations, unrealistic expectations are going to, they're going to destroy you every time. They're going to take away your progress every single time. So get that. I need to lose 20 pounds in two weeks out of your head. That's not real. All right. Last one. Lack of sustainable lifestyle changes. So uh, returning to your old habits is pretty much what I'm saying here. And that's so common. People very, very often return to their old habits after they achieve their weight loss goals. And that lack of consistent healthy behavior will contribute to weight regain. That's just what happens. Weight loss isn't just about reaching a number on the scale. You need to adopt a healthier way of life, a healthier lifestyle. You don't want to revert back to your old habits because you know as well as I do, those old habits are what got you where you are. Nobody gained their excess weight by eating too much broccoli. Nobody gained their excess weight by eating, you know, too much uh, healthy fat, fruit, vegetables, protein. That didn't happen. We know why we gain weight, right? And you can tell people, oh, I, I eat pretty good. I'm not too bad. I think you and I both know that we've got our habits and we've got our things in our diet that, uh, we can really see if we're being honest with ourselves that are contributing to our weight being where it is and being honest with yourself is what leads to that sustainable lifestyle change. I'm not saying you will never eat a piece of cake or a piece of pizza or have a glass of wine again. Absolutely not. I want you to do those things, but understand when they become habits like mine did, like the glass of wine while I'm cooking dinner every day, that became a habit. That habit led to weight gain. That weight gain led to me feeling unhappy, me feeling like my back hurt more, me feeling like I didn't have much energy, me having some digestive issues. So it's all about making a sustainable lifestyle change. It's about those core foods. I can't say that enough. When I tell you guys 70-30, what I mean by that is 70% of the time you are eating well, 30% of the time you are eating like you want to eat. Now that might seem like a big uh, amount of the time, but if you think about that in terms of a year, right, that's, that's not that big of an amount of time. That's, that's a couple indulgences here and there throughout your week, throughout your month. That is not going to make you regain your weight. If you are for the most part, keeping a healthy diet. In the beginning, when you're transitioning into a maintenance place, probably a little more on the side of consistency with those core foods is still needed. <clears throat> Adding food slowly, something in Strive will help you with. But when you get to that, I'm sustained, I'm doing this for good, this is it, I'm here, about 70-30. Also, just keep in mind too that people bring up cheat days a lot. I don't like cheat day. I like cheat meal. So don't make a whole day of it, right? That That's like tough when you're, okay, I'm going, you know, full force, 
hitting every single thing I like and want to eat all in one day. Mm, I don't know. I think more, if you know, you're going somewhere and you're going to enjoy yourself, do it, get back on track at your next meal. You know, don't look at it as a, a reward. That's where it becomes a problem. When food becomes a reward, that's where those psychological games and things like that come in. All right. Very important guys to remember that weight regain is not a personal failure. It's a very common challenge. Pretty much everybody faces it somewhere on the course of their health journey. The key is to approach weight loss and maintenance from a more holistic perspective where you're addressing both the physical and the psychological aspects and be patient with yourself. Seriously, don't give yourself such a hard time. You, you are doing great. If you're seeing even a couple ounces coming off in a week, that's okay, right? Those ounces are moving you in the right direction. So be patient. Seek support if you need it. If you're an InStrive client, you know where to find it. Make those sustainable changes and contribute to that overall whole well-being by not just focusing on the scale, but by focusing on how am I feeling? My body's doing great. I'm losing weight, even if it's a couple ounces. And once you get to that maintenance piece, again, being patient with yourself, bringing those foods in slowly, seeing how they react with your body, not beating yourself up if you do have a bad meal or a bad day. There's a lot of ways we can make this work and be sustainable. And now we're going to kind of get into some of those. We're going to talk about some tips and strategies to help you prevent the weight bounce back from occurring. And, you know, like I've been preaching, that sustainable lifestyle is definitely the most effective way. You don't want to rely on any kind of temporary diet. You want to start focusing on building habits uh, that are going to be around your balanced eating, physical activity, mindful choices, gradual approach to weight loss and maintenance will incorporate habits that you can maintain long-term. That really is the key to lasting success, the gradual approach to both losing it and keeping it off. Uh, okay. So let's talk a little bit about physical activity. I know that not everyone out there can exercise and certainly InStrive is a no exercise required program. If that is something that you're scratching your head about, um, we can explain more of that in your consultation, but just know that 90% of weight loss is what you put in your mouth. So we can get the job done with or without physical activity. It isn't that we don't think it's important or we don't think it's great for you, or we don't support people who want to exercise. We just understand that some people can't, some people won't. And there has to be a way to get that weight off without it. And there absolutely is. All right. So let's talk a little bit about those of you who can exercise though. Engaging in regular exercise does help burn calories. Not, you know, you got to burn uh, 3,500 calories to lose a pound of fat. So I'm not talking about from that perspective, but it does help to burn off excess calories throughout your day. And it does support your metabolism and your overall health. So if you can find some activities that you enjoy and are able to do without pain or without discomfort or, you know, without them being something that is going to injure you, um, making exercise a part of your routine throughout the week can definitely help you to stay active and prevent some of that weight regain. Uh, mindful eating, big one. Mindful eating involves paying attention to your hunger and fullness cues. Like I told you earlier, savor each bite. Avoid distractions during your meals. Don't have the TV on. Don't be scrolling your phone. Don't be, you know, uh, playing with your cat or worrying about what the dog is doing or, you know, yelling at your kids, whatever. Try not to be too distracted during your meal. Focus on eating. Focus on chewing, swallowing, how the food tastes, 
Did I put my fork down between bites? Eat mindfully. You can prevent overeating with, with that process. That That's definitely going to cut back on any overeating. And it's going to help you also to develop a much healthier relationship with food. The realistic and achievable goals. I'm coming back to that, guys. Very important to set goals that are realistic and achievable. Those unrealistic expectations will lead you to frustration and a much higher likelihood that you're going to give up on your on your weight loss efforts, that you're just going to go back to the way you were before. Celebrate progress along the way, the small stuff. Remember that the small consistent steps are what are going to lead you to lasting change. So make sure that you're setting realistic and achievable goals. Don't be shooting for the moon, not with this. Build a support system. Surround yourself with people who are going to support your efforts, whether that be your friends, your family, uh, I don't know, even a support group or, you know, a women's group. I've seen some of those pop up on social media, women that are all trying to lose weight and kind of form a group and support each other online. Um, your InStrive team, if you're an InStrive client, you have a support group. We're here. We're, we're here. We want to help you. We want to do everything we can to get you to the finish line. So again, share that journey, your, your highs, your lows, your challenges with other people that can provide encouragement and accountability. Having people that understand and empathize with your goals is going to make a big difference in your motivation and your success. So build that support system. It's very important. The biggest thing is remember that maintaining weight loss is a continuous effort. It's not something that is going to be just as strong every day as it is on another day. It's not something that's going to be easy all the time. It's not something that is, um, you know, okay, I'm going to do that today. And that's going to fix everything. It's a continuous effort. But with the right strategies and the right mindset, you are absolutely able to overcome the challenges you're going to face. You have the total power to stay on track and achieve your goals. You really do. You really, really do. It's just learning where your pitfalls are. Journaling's great, guys. If you journal a little bit, it's going to really kind of help you learn those pitfalls. And know, like anything else in life, knowing the problem is the only way to fix it. Finding the issue, acknowledging the issue and looking for a true solution to the issue. That's that's really the only way it's gonna go away. Remember, it's all in your power to, to hit these goals. There's just some tools that you need in your toolbox. And I'm hoping that today in this episode, you got some of those tools. I really enjoy talking with you guys. I really enjoy doing these podcast episodes. I hope you enjoy them too. If you ever have a topic you would like to hear more about, please feel free to send us a message, find us on Facebook, find us on our website. Let us know what you want to hear about. I'm happy to talk to you about anything. I could talk about this stuff all day. Uh, once again, guys, I'm Diana, Senior Therapeutic Weight Loss Specialist with InStrive. I would love to meet you in person or in on Zoom in a virtual consultation. We have clients all over the country. It doesn't matter where you are. We can help. Make sure you're reaching out to us to schedule that free no obligation consult. And as a reminder, through the month of August, we are running a lottery more or less on discounts and you can win up to 50% off your weight loss program. So make sure you schedule that consult before the end of the month. You don't want to lose out on this opportunity. We've literally never done it before. I've been here eight years, guys, eight years. We've never run and up to 50% off your program discount ever before. So you don't want to miss out on this at all. Make sure that you're calling in or you're uh, sending a message. You're getting a hold of us in strivefatloss.com, Facebook, Twitter, you name it. Get on there, message us, set up the consultation, and uh, we'll see me. You might be the big winner. 
All right, guys, I will see you in next week's episode. If you love the InStrive Fat Loss Podcast, please like it, share it, comment. Make sure that you are hitting the notification bell so that you get all the updates. Um, recommend it to your friends, right? Give it some stars on the platform you're listening on. That's going to help more people see this podcast. And uh, we want to help as many people as we can. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Love you guys.